When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classique, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race, Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. Um, this is the beginning! <laughs> My name's Alaska, what's yours? Hello, I'm Willem, I'm your co-host. You know how I flippantly joke that I wish Stanley would record the doom, 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 doom. Uh-huh. Well, Stanley will deliver, and Stanley did deliver, and so we have a doom, 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 courtesy of Stanley outdoing us yet again. All right, here you go. Oh. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <laughs> Is Stanley our official like um like barbershop one person barbershop quartet? Honestly, when he looks like that, you only need one. Oh my gosh. I feel uh, like Alaska, you said quadruplicate or something like that, and he took you up on it because there are eight squares of him. It's uh, double that. Well, quadruplicate would be four, and he has now done eight, so now he's octuplicate. Well, I think the the tones were not pointed; they were very dulcet. Um, so dulcet. Try and describe the tones I mean, without, no, using, without the using the word, word dulcet. dulcet. You can. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stanley. The swag is in the mail. I'm sending it, and we worship. Yeah. Um, Thank you. We also yes. worship most of the dolls that were strutting through All Stars One last week. The first episode most. of <laughs> most, most I I have a, appreciation for appreciation. Uh, but the twelve All Stars last week had to do uh, the teams, which also was terrible. And Mandora mm. and Shad were in the bottom. Latrilla won. Latrilla swept it. Um, Shad. Uh-huh. It's definitely in the bottom with Mandora and um, Mimi changes her. <laughs> Mimi changes her costume around, but it's not enough to save her. So. Yes, and unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to Pandora Box and Mimi. I'm first. That's so upsetting. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to Pandora Box. Period. We also said goodbye oh to Mimi. 
Oh wow! I, I just, see now. Now I just the want... tones are pointed. Well, you said we. I wanted to clarify. It's not we. That might be but... you, but I'm not. It's not unfortunate to see me me go. Now, okay. Well, I mean, Raven fully agrees with you because the the divas walk into the workroom and they're chatting, and Raven's like, "Hi, um, I hate Mimi. I'm first, and I think she didn't deserve to be on All Stars." And um, Pandora gave up, but also I just mostly hate Mimi. I'm first. Um, cheers, and she cheers like the camera crew. Like she, she like lifts her lifts her coffee cup and is like, mm, hmm. I mean, she knows most of the camera crew because she worked with them on Drag You for three seasons, and uh, right before this, uh, she was like, she was always with them for months. Literally, that was her day job, showing up for nine episodes of Drag You. So she knows them, and she knows what Mimi put production through with like running off and sending cameras outside, and like you know all that bullshit. So like, she's probably cheersing to him, and production's probably glad she's gone too. <laughs> I'm sure Sarge raised a glass as well. One hundred percent. The the divas th- uh, the divas get it. a video message. Oh, who's it from? Hey, all stars! Oh. A drag queen walks into a bar with a parrot on her shoulder. The bartender says, "Wow, where'd you get that?" And the parrot says, "In West Hollywood, they're everywhere." But seriously, <laughs> folks, a Hall of Famer really needs to be able to throw a punchline and really stick it to the competition. Just remember, she who laughs last probably didn't get the joke in the first place. Sorry, Jiggly. Wow. Shade. Shady, bitch. Oh, my God. Look who's here. Oh, wow. I was not expecting. I was not expecting this. Uh, I was expecting it to be Brooke or Stacy or Jeffrey. I, you never know who's going to walk through the workroom. You never, never know. It could be Michelle Visage, too. <laughs> yes, it could be. Yeah, Todrick. Um, Merle. Uh, not anymore. I think she had her. Goodbye, uh, Merle. Oh my God, we have to do a Merle had uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Merle got fired instead of Merle had to die because she didn't die. Yeah, I don't want to sing about yeah. her dying. No. Uh, goodbye, Merle. You need she a break. Needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle will do this take Merle <laughs> Michelle uh, Visage was locked into a recording contract and couldn't do seasons one, season one and two <laughs> <laughs> but she flew to LA and said thank you Merle give me your key card and that'll do uh, so Merle oh, just good yeah, just to line up the personnel, Merle is not here this season. So, <laughs> She's um, not. Just to go over that again. She's uh, not. This mini challenge is fun. It's in the butt room. <laughs> Where do we like to have fun, ladies? In, in the, the butt room. <laughs> so strange. It's, uh, it's the newlywed game for newly partnered queens. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, so um, I think... I think you and I would be really good at this because we know each other very well. Yeah, once you've changed enough with a girl, you know a little bit about her. Um, yeah, you know. So and then uh, and then you have queens like Nina or uh, no, no Tammy Brown and Manila who are just literally just writing nonsense on the cards, uh, using their TV time wisely. 
what kind of underwear does Manila wear? An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot. Like Latrice is Latrice is gonna wear an itsy bitsy anything. Latrice's face says it all. She's like, "What? Why are you? What the fuck are you?" Like you couldn't guess boxers, you dumb bitch. And at least had a at least had a fifty fifty chance. Shit. And then and then Tammy Brown says. I have to sniff to find out what kind of underwear Miss Nina. Oh, grass. Oh, grass. Grass underwear. Yeah. And RuPaul's like, grass underwear. Mm. <laughs> not not even entertaining, the thought. Really, really God. plugged. Uh, we do and- find out. Oh, sorry. I got <laughs> no, so excited go that I interrupted because we found out Chanel's a top. This is a thing drag queens like to do. They like to run around and just assure everyone of what a top they are. Like, they just, this is such a drag queen thing. I mean, some of them I'm are. I'm a top, so I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just such a top. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I've never done that, so I don't know who you're generalizing the statement. Uh, right. I, maybe uh, maybe right. tell the Present drag queen company that, excluded, but may, yeah, maybe tell the drag queen that fucked you in the butt for four years. Like she's a top. Like you'd have to believe it, <laughs> girl. You don't know me like that. You don't know I me don't. personally like that. I don't. Maybe I'm you sorry. got fucked by Sharon at Drag Race, but listen, that's between <laughs> me and my senator Gia Gunn. <laughs> Okay. Know and- your elected <laughs> officials, hold them accountable, and vote. Um, Every time. So Latrilla gets none of their questions right. None. And Ruju B, as a prize for winning, um, get their clothes ruined by getting a, a shaving cream pie in the face from Jason and Sean. I mean, just to be near those specimen of men, I would be okay with that too. <laughs> Do you think it was shaving? I think it looked like shaving cream. Or do you think it was actually like meringue? Because that's I, sick. I don't know if it was meringue because I'm not sure if they found out the dietary restrictions. Like egg whites, they may not be like okay mm. for some of the contestants. So uh, the maxi challenge, this is a fun one. Or it, it could have been a really fun one. Um, <laughs> uh, it's RuPaul's Gaff In, the most shilarious show on television. Uh, as comedy duos, the divas have to write write uh and perform original <clears throat> jokes um <laughs> in a classic style comedy show the queens have to do their best celebrity impersonation starring alongside comedy legend vicky lawrence as mama i mean this is the thing and i always say i'm gonna get to it and then i never do get to it so i'm just gonna talk about it now but i don't feel like there was like a reverence for how iconic it is to be standing there doing a a laugh-in style thing with fucking vicky lawrence i don't know maybe chad and and chanel were like aware of how big of a deal that is but it seemed like a lot of opportunities were wasted and like people would just wrote like really flimsy jokes and made Vicky Lawrence say these really flimsy shitty words. And that was really unfortunate. Yeah. Is that I harsh? Thought, no, I thought Dipper's I, like, Dipper's like, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm acting. 
I I oh. totally agree. I think she was underutilized, and I don't think that the the writing was up to par for it at all. I mean, she she worked with Carol Burnett for how many years? Carol Burnett like helped come up with Mama's Family and all that. Like, this is a legend, right? And yeah, it's honestly it reminded me of Chad saying, "Why do they book me for these chicken shit gigs?" You know, because like. I, I don't feel like it was explained to the audience enough what like laughing was because a lot of people who are younger don't know like this was a show Goldie Hawn was on. This is Joanne Worley. Right. This was like a lot of the starts of a lot of comedy legends careers, you know, um, yeah. but it, it was in the 60s and most of the audience for this show wasn't even born until the next century right now, honestly. And I feel like maybe and we're going to go on a break, but I feel like maybe they would have all benefited from if like if the Queens were given like joke templates yeah. and then said like, this is the structure of the joke. A mad lib of sort. You fill in the blanks to make it funny because obviously, like obviously it was just, it was not working out like it, because nobody really had jokes that were LOL funny. Unfortunately. I mean, Yara and Alexis had a couple moments. They had a couple of chuckles, but like, honestly there was no <laughs> like, we had, we had Nina, Nina West do uh, Joanne Worley. Like, a few seasons later on a show yeah. like this, right? Was it Snatch Game? Yes, I believe, yeah. yes. Like, that kind of thing. Like, they should have given the girls, like, the references and made them watch Laugh-Ins, like, the night before, like, two or three episodes, just so they got it. It had no, like... It didn't have, like, the spirit of what it should have, I thought. I thought it was a weak challenge. Yeah. But well, it's let's okay. take a break, and we'll come right back and get into this challenge a little bit more. Weak! This episode is brought to you by, who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Drag. We are back. We're back. So these girls, the characters they chose are Raven is doing B. Arthur. Do you feel any way about that? Um, I say everybody should try and do B. Arthur. I think it's funny and cool. Yeah. Juju B does uh, Nicki Min. No, oh, Fran Drescher. Sorry I about think that. Every, well, I mean, when I think Nicki Minaj, I automatically think Fran Drescher. So, I mean, um, the par- the parallels are there. They both wear a lot of Moschino, um, <laughs> Escada. Um, Escada, Moschino. They both <laughs> took some jokes here and there. Yeah. Uh, Nina does La Lupe, who I'd never heard of before. La Lupe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going around the room and they're like, they're talking yeah. about, like, like Tammy Brown and Lita Flowers are just like telling each other what characters they're doing. And they're both like, at all. Tammy's Tammy Faye Mesner, I think, uh-huh. was something I was looking forward to a lot. Yes. Uh, that she takes a lot of inspiration from Tammy Faye. Yeah. Everything. Um, Mad- Manila does Madonna. Latrice does Oprah, uh-huh. Alexis does Shakira, Yara mm-hmm. does Charo, Chad does Betty Davis, and Chanel does Lucille Ball. So Chad and and Chanel at least have like the old school thing going for their team. Um, and B. Arthur could have worked too if it was. I mean, it really comes down to the writing, and yeah. this is this is I think where. Uh, where All Stars One, I feel like suffers on a on uh, overall is like a lot of the the entertainment is derived from like let's Failure. make the queens let's make the queens look stupid rather yeah. than like let's see let's give the queens a, an opportunity to do excellent drag and really shine. It happened with the let's team them up and then the, now none of their clothes match but they have to walk every runway together and let's send them home two at a time just so we can get this reaction shot. Then let's make them do like a comedy writing challenge even though none of them are obviously like comedy writers. Let's do all that. Oh and wet those hoes too. Wet them down. <laughs> yeah. Black rain, black rain. But um, th- that being said, writing jokes is really hard. This is a a high pressure situation. You have a very short amount of time to do it, and it it's not it's not easy. So you know, I mean, which my- is why why you should go into it with like some stuff like written out already. Like have some like 
old standbys, you know, if you go in there blind and then you're like, oh, I have to think instead of like going through your idea list or something. Right. That, like definitely, you know, you got to do your own homework. You're it's all stars. If they didn't expect a, at least one writing challenge or one like, you know, chuckle challenge, they were they were deluding themselves. But yeah. um, this this walk room work through is uh pretty revealing um walk, walk room working through <laughs> walk because they're all working through it honestly because rue rue is asking all the hard questions none of them feel natural they all just Super. feel like ask her this ask her this well she said this everybody's me- nervous rupaul is not throwing any softballs are you funny tell me a joke she's like hmm well, that's gonna be a laugh riot <laughs> yeah um <laughs> just reading reading the tina's today do you like what tammy says to rue i like that she tells her straight out like she did on that lip sync she's like i don't lip sync to this i'll just bop along and she tells rue this like i don't tell jokes i just like to sing songs dance around and make people laugh so well that's not what the challenge is tammy that's what she says to her i don't you know that's why i think tammy just she's too much for this program (laughs) Honestly, I could see her on Antiques Roadshow as like a Vanna White, like modeling the antiques, finding dead bodies in a cupboard. Like this vintage cupboard has a body. Did I ever tell you about the time I went antiquing? Like that kind of right. She plays by her own rules and doesn't doesn't bend and doesn't compromise. And and she's like, well, that's what I do, so I'm not going to do anything different. So it's. In a reality TV competition, I mean, she's very entertaining to watch, but I can see why her journey didn't last long. I mean, I, lo- I, I love that she just tells Rue the tidbits of the truth that she is uh, going to display. She's like, this is what I do. I don't need to change it for your show. If you want to send me home again, go ahead. <laughs> right. Like, that's Tammy. Tammy has no fear of no. elimination. That's she's, Tammy to a T. Yeah. That's Tammy to a T with an IE, honey. And she's from the IE. Latrice. <laughs> Latrice and she's from. <laughs> Latrice and Yara uh, both have like a bit of trouble with the format. Like dance and tell a joke, then dance again. Um, more jokes. Or is it dance? Oh, Latrice. Well, Latrice and Manila, I think this comes back to, which Manila talked about this, but she was like. They had been spending time on the set of Drag You, and so mm-hmm. they were used to being treated like talent. So if you messed up, it wasn't a big deal. You just got to do it again. So Latrice is like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I messed it up again. I'm so sorry, everybody. Okay, let me just try it again. Oh, is this a take two or, or a do-over? Okay, I'll just do it again. Like, over and over and over. And then they make it look like she ju- just can't do it. But... the this is the reality of being on a set is like sometimes yeah. you do stuff over again get those nuts away from my face was like six six times probably you know and for a right. joke you you need to get it perfect and like it's just yeah. fine tuning fine tuning like the everything so i'm not i'm not pressed by this but of course they show it and they were like look at this queen failing instead of showing a good opportunity of a queen shining which you know television but whatever um nina and tammy's jokes are are they're delivered this with is... such spirit that you think they're funny and you feel like you should laugh. But then you're like, wait, it, it's all in the performance, honestly, because the joke was sh- not a joke. Jokes have structure. And this was just like, you know, 
strange. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's reenact this this joke that Vicky Lawrence was probably thinking, why the fuck did I show up to this <laughs> set today? Okay. Um, Mama, mm. are you wearing any lashes? No, I'm too old for that. Are you girls wearing lashes? Yes. How do you put them on? Duh, with glue. Fake Rip. slap Vicky Lawrence in the face? Why? And weird. And no. Vicky Lawrence? And like, it, it wasn't even funny. Like, at least make the joke funny and then do the disrespectfulest thing. Like, she should be slapping them hoes. Not the other way around. Yeah, I when they first started this bit with Vicky, I thought maybe they were given jokes so that this this segment had some funny bits because the first couple were actually really funny. And yeah, then like the cocktail got, party routine that was cute. Yeah, like the first couple of jokes with Vicky Lawrence were very funny, and then like you get into this one and like uh-uh. some of the other ones, and it was just like this oh. is garbage, Mama. <laughs> This is garbage, mama. This is garbage, mama. Okay. Ha- okay. Um, then the, the queens get a segment with Howdy Rue where they say hello to Rue and um, they land a joke. This Now, or- this part should have been easy for everybody because when you're given, when you're introdu- introduced to the crowd, you they cheer and then you make them laugh. That should be your first job. Make them laugh. Don't just go, thank you. It's like, be useful. Be there, get the get the show going immediately after they're clapping, and like yeah. to not land a joke on your introduction is like, you know, girl. Bye. Howdy, Lou. Uh, actually, it's Rue. Oh, oh. Well, you say tomato, and I say fuck you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that was funny. I didn't mind that one. Juju's great at everything. I mean, it's all the delivery, you know. Uh, did you have any thoughts on Ravens B. Arthur after seeing it? Um, any notes? Well, the voice notes on a man doll. The voice wasn't there, unfortunately. Um, some of I I felt like some of the writing was fine, but it it just seemed like Raven talking quietly, <laughs> rather yes. than like, I mean, B. Arthur has a very like. Even if you do it wrong, even if it's like this, I mean, she didn't really talk like that, it, but. But it it has a, a graveliness to it and a growl to it that was really she used that a lot. But mm-hmm. Raven didn't really have that, unfortunately. My favorite part and of- the hair. I don't know what era no. of Golden Girls that was. <laughs> I didn't see I that season. That locked in the ABC vaults. Were the wigs provided? You think? No. Uh, do you think? I don't know. I mean, was this their snatch game? I don't think Raven would have chosen B. Arthur for snatch game, would she have? I think it, they probably had to bring a few a few options. Huh. La Lupe, <laughs> bless her heart. Uh, the 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 best part of the segment is when they get to cream RuPaul 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 in the face with a pie, and um, ew. 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 Yeah, uh, but it was funny, you know, a little call back to season four, which was literally weeks before. Yeah, uh, totally. These men- what did you think about the joke wall? I like, I would Shit, love to, it's, I don't think Glory Holes should be square, honestly. 
So I was Hexagonal glorioles. Yeah, it's not a honeycomb. As far as the eye can see, I was impressed by the set. Like the set was huge. It was a giant fucking wall. That was giant, dude. Yeah. I was impressed by that, but you know the handles were falling off. <laughs> fucking none of they made it look like none of the girls knew how to open a door, say a line. <laughs> Um, stand still. <laughs> they just made it look like everyone fucked up everything. They didn't show a single one of them s- successful in the no. joke wall. It was no. all no, no, bloopers. No, no, no. Look at all this no. failure. I mean, I get it. I get it. Because they want to make it look funny at the end in the final product. But like at the same time, it's like you didn't have to like do all the girls dirty like that every time. Like they they made some of the girls look like blubbering, you know, like but but. <laughs> I thought um, the mirror chats are what the mirror chats are. Basically, it's uh, what we're going to talk about after this break and, uh, you know, get into it. All right. Why don't why don't we go take a good long look in the mirror and we'll be yeah. right back. are back and uh we're having some mirror chats what'd you see uh, in the mirror girl uh, <laughs> look deep into my mirror assholes uh, and elbows gir- <laughs> assholes and elbows in people. the mirror look yeah. in my eye ah, look in my brown. uh bra- <laughs> brown flowers will probably be in the bottom it seems like and um, yeah. Raven, Raven thinks that she also kind of didn't do great as B. Arthur. But Raven has the secret weapon of the laugh bomb that is Jujubee, who makes everybody laugh. So I think Raven's, yeah. Raven's fears are a little misplaced. She picked a good teammate. Um, Definitely. Manila and Latrice are getting to know each other a little bit more. They've only kikied on uh, Drag U as far as the show has gone. And all, most of the other teams have worked together for years and or competed on the same season. So, right. They have a learning curve for sure. And it's, I mean, they're doing pretty well. They won the first challenge, you know? Yeah. And so they, they talk a little bit about their history. Manila tells this, this story um, about how she was dating a girl and then the girl like outed Manila and like um, it really fucked up Manila and she got really depressed and she like, or like, attempted suicide even and um, finally it was drag that sort of like rescued her out of that really dark time in her life well it was really brave of manila to share that but uh tammy was really brave too she went to prom in high school in drag and she's talking about um wearing matching underwear in case she was found dead in a ditch which yeah which is um funny because she found a dead body in a ditch once so (laughs) (laughs) uh that is terrifying, and I we live in this age where drag is just everywhere, and everyone's everywhere. obsessed with it, and everybody loves it, but there there was a time not very long ago where this was a really real concern. Going out in drag was extremely dangerous, and you had to worry about, I don't know, I might go home in a body bag, so I hope my underwear looks nice. Like, there's, this is there, a real-ass thing. There's a reason Princess Janae used to carry a hammer, you know? What are you going to say? That, that some... a seven foot tall uh, 
came in here named Princess Janae. A seven-foot-tall man named Princess Janae came into your bar and smashed all the windows. Is that what you're going to tell the police? Good luck. (laughs) Bless. Honestly, you had to protect yourself back in the day. I always had mace with me in my purse. Um, But some of the other admissions about grown-up queer and stuff really... uh, hit home yeah. when the girls all kind of relate that specifically their fathers weren't there for the drag or for the the uh, otherness that they may have displayed yeah. when they were kids. But um, we get to the main stage and we ditch all the sadness and we see the fashions because this is a good gown. Oh, RuPaul looks amazing. Yeah. Rhinestone for death. This mm-hmm. gorgeous, uh, this gorgeous gown. I, I love her. Um, I love breezy the ga- casual. Yeah, I love the gown stories that she's doing this All-Stars. They're, yeah. they're nice. It's um, like early experimental Miss Roper. That's sure. Yeah. And the uh, the hair, I mean, the hair and the makeup is just so so beautiful, soft, uh, just silky ganache. So, so delicious. I'm going to need a light jacket because there's so much wind in that hair. Exactly. I mean, really, just, really lovely. Just gorge. Um, that, I, wait, wait, wait. Not... I, is that a Ruma? Is that a is that a Wigs by Vanity Ruma? What the hair is it? I think it might be. Michelle um, looks like a Mad Max prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> or Michelle she, is the, she or what? <laughs> if if, if uh, one of those dinosaur, not Wendy, but her brother in Mario, if they had a girlfriend, that's what Michelle looks like. Right, like, like a King Koopa yeah, concubine. King, King Koopa's concubine for sure. That is that is Michelle Visage in this episode. And we'll put she that looks up. A- great. This is one of the most iconic uh, Michelle looks. In fact, this is the one Jada Essence Hall did a recreation of. Yeah, It's that iconic. It's so iconic. She had to put the word icon on her necklace. Iconic. On my necklace is... Oh my. is the judges are also there. Uh, Santino Rice uh, with his no drag ass knowledge. Uh, Vicky Lawrence is seated at the table as is Busy Phillips. Uh, yes. And I appreciate that Busy Phillips called ahead and was like, you have to tell me the runway theme because, uh, girl, I need to turn this out. So yeah. she does. She does like a 1960s like look and she looks really beautiful. She looks gorgeous. Now, this runway that we're about to bring you is the grooviest 60s glam as a fashion directive. That's right. Yara Lexus is up first, and shock and awe, Yara reveals to a bikini because, you know, she got the body. She's the body girl this season, kind of. And um, I I love her Mondrian dress. You know I love a Mondrian moment. Yeah. They, they, They both look really great. Here's the thing, and uh, just before we move on, I wish they had a chance to walk the runway by themselves. I know that we're judging them as teams. I just, it it just seems like a disservice because Yara was doing her tearaway behind fucking Alexis. And it's like, just give each of them their moment because these, these obviously aren't matching outfits. Just give them a moment, then let them walk together. I don't know. I, I think that the would things. have been that would have been the respectful thing to do. You know, you invite these girls yeah. to hear it come after spending all this money and then you don't even give the outfits the time that they deserve, I thought. Right. Latrilla, the lessons we learned from All Stars One. We learned a lot. Honestly, and they fixed them for All Stars Two. I mean, it was yeah. a lot better. Uh yeah. what do you think of Latrilla? 
they they got these tights. They're like, uh-huh. oh, we'll do matching tights. We'll both do tights, and that'll Manila, be the theme. Manila's wearing the outfit that Chad was wearing in the Black Rain challenge. I mean, <laughs> basically exactly the fucking same, isn't yeah. it? It's Chad was in a, a one-shouldered pink sequin gown. Manila's in a sequin pink sequin gown and a tight, which uh, detracts from the outfit overall. But her makeup is so cool, and I like seeing that she can do like so many different looks. You know? Yes, their hair and makeup is great, but like I feel like the the clothes for this for for Latrilla was like an afterthought. I mean, like... Latrice wore a dress almost exactly this in gold on my season. For the gold runway, I think it was yeah. like sequins with drippings and stuff. And um, I feel like she didn't have a lot of time to get ready for All Stars because she was touring right off season right. four. It drag was you. so soon. I remember I was when I was shopping two days before I got that call and everything like I wasn't ready at all. I was like hoping I was down to the gun. Yeah. So I'm sure she was, too. But uh, Shad, I think they look pretty good. Shad. Shad. Black and white is a great theme to stick to it's graphic it shows up on the runway well yeah i mean they both look they both look great this is what you think of when you think 60s you you and you get a little bit of both worlds chanel is kind of like the girl who went to woodstock and chad is like the mod girl who's hanging out at the warhol factory yeah i think they both use use patterns to their advantage like squares and circles and they went they're both excellent makeup artists they did that they took us to the 60s they did i loved it it was a good moment yeah the that girl wigs and everything cute (laughs) that girl i'm throwing my hat in the air air. and it stays is that wait not marlo thomas that's (laughs) That's, uh, uh, mary tyler moore mary tyler moore yeah Mary Tyler less maybe I'm just kidding um Raven and Jujube they really I mean birds of a feather really think alike because they both have the same sort of like paper dress kind of Mm -hmm. uh secretarial pool the Doris Day flip hair wiggy 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 very like pillow talk rock Hudson it's so cute they look really pretty really cute they really turned it on this runway for sure I, I think the only way they could have made this cuter is if they took off like if they put took off sneakers and put on heels before they walked the runway like they were secretaries <laughs> going to work <laughs> I love you know that. Uh, love brown that. brown flowers is uh, brown flowers stunning giving mm-hmm. ooh, a sensation no. uh, uh, maybe I mean I don't see a lot of brown but they uh, <laughs> I, I I'm not I wish I wish I would like this more, you know. Well, because I like them so much, it just didn't it didn't really work for me. And as a podcaster, I have to say that. Don't say well, anything about Tammy's tights. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, that yeah, the, their color story matches, and I wonder if that was just coincidental or accidental. But I don't know. They look they look sixties. I mean, we hear Michelle say uh, during the commercial break, and I don't know if we know who this is directed to, but she says, I have a major problem with this eyeliner on you. <laughs> like she's going to file a complaint. This is the, mean, the commercial break is just 
it's misdirect, misdirect, misdirect. It's, I have a problem with this eyeliner. And then they cut to like Jujube. And then it's like, it's like she's on her own planet. They cut to Manila. So it's like super misdirect, which yeah. I appreciate as a viewer. Cause I don't want to know what's going to happen. I want to be surprised. Always take, always take advice from a woman who's wearing a shoulder pad with an <laughs> invisible jacket. Always. That's where I get my fashion cues from for sure. She was being experimental. <laughs> <laughs> it's a no for me. So upsetting. Uh, but that's so upsetting. Uh, the judges' critiques are uh, pretty varied. They loved Yarlexis on the runway and enjoyed the jokes, but Shakira was a rough character to do. They said, but Which- Shakira was the straight man. And you True. do need a straight man in a comedy duo. If you're both just wackadoodle over the top, it kind of doesn't work. That's why I think Yarlexis were the most successful of the groups because their jokes actually were funny. They landed, <laughs> yeah. The the uh, the ham sandwich cocaine joke that was <laughs> really funny, and then RuPaul yeah. was RuPaul was just like, "What a ham sandwich." <laughs> You know, not every joke is for everyone. If you have to explain uh, it, yeah. We're gonna take a break and then we'll we'll talk more. Oh, okay. I'm on a cigarette break, lady. Where the hell did we get a porpoise? You did that on porpoise. <laughs> You know her as a beauty icon, a fashionista, a finalist from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and a fan favorite. But mostly, you know her as the girl with black hair that has a blonde streak. So please welcome to a segment that we like to call Manila's Music. I, I would like to ask you about the gag of gags, which was the moment when they tell you this is going to be a team season. Did you know yeah. that it was going to be teams? Was the shock on your face? The real reaction? What happened? Uh, that was the ga- that was the gagger. That was the Shangela popping out of the box moment. Like right. that was. None of us were expecting that. So it it, it was like, oh. And, and the thing about it is that, like, <laughs> it all of a sudden hits you because it's not just like, oh. Because, you know, in, in previous seasons, like, you know, you're, you're teamed up, you know, and whatever. You, right. you have like, oh, for this week, you're going to be in, in pairs. Or this week, you're going to be mm-hmm. in a group. But this one was like, no, you're going to be competing to the end with the girl that you're choosing right now. So yeah. it was a big mm-hmm. decision. Yeah. Did any of the girls like uh, mention displeasure when it happened? Did anybody go like, come on, RuPaul? Uh, in that moment, I, I think that no, because I- I- there was nothing to base anything off of. Like this was like blurry camera season one bullshit happening we didn't have any idea what the fuck we were doing we all came in there thinking like okay yeah it's gonna play out like a regular season of of drag race 
And then they threw this on top of it. And then we're like, oh, okay, so this is going to be a different beast. This is a different monster. Okay. But, you know, like, that's that's kind of like the whole game. Uh, it's like They throw shit at you. Uh, everything's unexpected. And you kind of just have to make, make, make the best out of it. Honestly, like, my idea is, like, I love the idea of competing with pairs. I love yeah. that idea. Just give us a heads up because, like, exactly. you know, there's a lot of preparation and a lot of money and a lot of stuff. That, that goes into, you know, presenting yourself. So I think that now, if they were going to do a, an all-star season and do it with pairs, I think it would be great. I, my thought going in was like, look, it's like, this is the Olympics. If you were like a, a, a Olympic figure skater and like you went to the Olympics, you, you just don't get paired up. Like you don't come in as China and then you have to suddenly do a dance routine on ice with some Russian contestant. Like, no, right. you practice together. You come up with your routine so that you have mm-hmm. that. And um, I, I thought that like, it was, it was interesting, but I mean, that's TV. It's interesting to watch the girls squirm. We, we got that whole reaction with Pandora and Mimi on first gold. Yeah. Gold. Girl. It was fucking fantastic. The only pair I like is a Bartlett or a Bosch. <laughs> So we're back. Um, we're back. And this is where we finally get to the misdirect of Michelle with the eyeliner because she tells Manila that her eyeliner makes her look cross-eyed. Um, and if she wants cross-eyed, she'll have to wait till season six and our lovely sister Courtney Act shows up. But I think Manila looks great. Um, but she does also have to deal with uh, Oprah not being like so Oprah-ish on Latrice's part. Right. So uh, that, I don't. I don't think they're on the top for this. No, yeah, but they they got kind of they got kind of critiqued um, a lot. Um, Chad, uh, they like Chad's dress, and they like the character choices. So did I. Mm-hmm. Um, but they thought Chanel could have gone bigger with Lucy. It's it's one of those things. It's like the hugest comedy shoes to fill is doing someone like Lucille Ball, who kind of invented this genre. And and several other genres. She like single handedly is responsible for Star Trek being a thing because the first season they said was too expensive and they were going to cancel it, and she paid for it, the pilot and everything. Wow. Um, she, Lucille Ball is responsible for a lot of um, stuff in the industry that like first for women's like she bought back the rights to I Love Lucy because instead of filming in New York, they had to film in L.A. And she, the studio made a deal like they could do that, but it would be a pay cut. And she's like, fine, but I want the masters. So she was like the first like person to really do repeats and residuals like that. So I love Lucy, but I didn't yeah. love Chanel's. I didn't love Chanel's Lucy. Right. It it was fine. It was serviceable. It, I mean, she didn't take a dump on the stage. She was. It was fine, but it was a it was a big expectation, and I think they just wanted more from her. I think she uh, should have gone old Lucy, like cigarette maim Lucy with Vaseline <laughs> on her face, chasing a fox at yes. seventy years old. Uh, you're my best pal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always be buddies, buddies, friends. Sisters and pals. <laughs> Literally. We're like, we'll just pick it up word by word, Lucy. Uh, Juju B uh, gets tens for her characterization of French dresser. Nah. Uh, but basically, you flip that over for Raven because the look was right, they said, but the voice was off. Which, like, I get it. Some drag queens can't change their voices, but it kind of takes you out of it. 
Especially like then, right? Then choose a different character because that voice, it, like, is one of the huge parts of B. Arthur. Definitely. Truth. Um, brown flowers. Uh, the judges say, uh, Nina, you shouldn't have done La Lupe because n- enough people don't know who she is. And Nina says, Well, I wanted to bring some education to uh, to Drag Race. And the RuPaul says, To our tacky little TV show, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Nah. I- I don't. I don't like this exchange. I feel like Ru- RuPaul is is gatekeeping like what she wants on her show instead of embracing all kinds of cultures and things. Like she did say, "Make me laugh in the workroom walk around," and Nina tried her best. So, like at that point, it's like you know you're sending her home. So why be a bitch too? <laughs> I think just go on go on good terms with everybody as far as possible. And RuPaul doesn't need to be a bitch to any of these people. And she. Went out of her way to do so. Um, but with Tammy, she she always has a great little comeback. She's saying that, uh, you know, her comedy is rye, W-R-Y. Put some butter Put on some it. Put some butter on it. Like, she's so, like, smart and quippy. And, like, this whole season was, like, Tammy at the reunion of season two. Yeah, Just, like, giving Tammy. They knew that that's what they were going to get. I mean, I she's- hope. She's like, we'll get Tammy to be the the villain this year. Oh, of the girls? No, of RuPaul. <laughs> and if you watch and notice how Tammy stands with her hands, she, mm-hmm. they, they're like perfectly posed like doll hands the whole time. It's like watching you standing there getting critiques, Willem. Girl, always give pretty hands. Well, they were terrifying, but also pretty. No. Pretty hands uh, and pretty feet. <laughs> The Tammy. winners, the what? <laughs> no, no, it's it's cool. I love Tammy. I I I think that's great. Yeah. You know, it's like dragged down to the essence. Yeah, it was. It, she's definitely entertaining to watch. Completely, one hundred percent. There's yeah. there's no denying that. So, um, Yar Lexus are the rightful winners of this challenge. Oh, wow. And they each win a set of custom jewelry from Fierce Drag Jewels. There's a crown in there. They show the picture of the prize package, and there's a crown in there. So they both won a crown. Nice. They I'm both crowning. won a crown. Crown it, but not brown it, because brown flowers is in the bottom with Latrilla. Um, and the yeah. lip syncs, lip syncers that are selected from each team is Tammy Brown versus Latrice Royale. Yeah. Um, and this is a fun little song for like the people that like theater and stuff. There's no business like show business by yeah. Ethel Merman. Um, There's I, no business like, like show, show business bird. like no business like no. Um, Tammy's giving Ethel me Ethel Donald- Merman finally on Drag Race. Someone needs to do her for Snatch Game. Well. It's pretty tight. I mean, this lip sync. Um, Tammy has a little trouble with the words at a certain point, which, I mean, you know, it comes down to such details because these are all great performers. Uh, but Latrice really seals it with that fucking dance across the whole stage, the fucking tap dance fucking, uh, I don't know what to call that move. Shuffle, she- sh- shuffle off the buff of hell now. Yeah, she, she's going everywhere. Latrice knows how to fill a stage, and she does that yes. on the song way more effectively than Tammy. And yeah. when it comes down to it, they decide to uh, to uh, keep Manila and Matrice and Lanilla still fighting in the competition. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, now? Matrice and Lanilla! <laughs> Matrice. <laughs> that just came out as I was typing. In the so chat. Leave it in. Yeah. In the chat. Uh yes, and Nina and Tammy and a rubber chicken all uh all say goodbye. Now, did you watch Untucked? No. Okay. You know I'm well, not authorized. Well, the thing <laughs> you're not authorized. Here's the thing: there are, there are some notes we just want to touch on from Untucked in case you watched it. They showed a little exchange between Tammy Brown and Michelle Visage. I remember this though from when that happened, when Tammy was schooling Michelle on like fashion history and how like stockings have seams and stuff. Michelle has a problem with just Michelle and has a problem with just giving her own personal opinions as a judging thing. And I've noticed yeah. that. Brooklyn does that too a lot for Canada. She just says, I don't mm. like it. And she'll, they'll literally cut to her doing a stink face, like, mm. like about yeah. an outfit just to give it the last word. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, they should, they shouldn't do that. Well, Michelle apparently was like, uh, they didn't wear those kind of tights in the sixties, baby. And Tammy was like, well, actually they did. And I have an associate's degree in fashion and they did wear these types of nylons and then michelle was Ooh. like oh my god i'm being red oh she was in front of my back. very eyes and then tammy said no i'm not actually but if i was going to read i'd talk about that line on your neck that, <gasps> that makeup line going down your neck because girl when you what? do a up do you gotta uh, get your do. You gotta get your sister to paint the back of your neck. I learned this from Morgan McMichaels because the back of her neck is freckled as hell. Oh, She's right. Scottish or something, and then the front, it's just like no freckles in the back, no no freckles in the front. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, you got you must paint the back of your neck if you do a up do. And the fact that Michelle uh, was do the fact that Michelle was sitting next to her best friend who had a pound of makeup on, and she didn't look at her and go, "You didn't want to blend that girl," like RuPaul yeah. don't give a shit. Well, RuPaul's head doesn't turn sideways. She's she never sees Michelle the whole the whole day. Well, I mean, go- <laughs> uh, the rest of the episode is basically um, Chad gets a message from her dad, and everyone cries about their dad drama. Um, which I mean, it was emotional, and it's a thing that a lot of people deal with, and um, it was it was very touching. Now, a lot of people are going to be dealing with uh, form decor shoved down their face because Untucked, <laughs> again, they mentioned, is it form oh. decor or forum decor? Oh, this is, oh, this version oh. is fierce. Oh, oh wow. Who makes this again? Oh, this is quality. For Forum oh decor. God. From decor. Oh, form decor. Oh, my gosh. Oh, duh. Form I should decor have, is fierce. I should have known it was form decor. I should have known. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much sums up the episode. Now, this week on Mom, we have some very exciting developments. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all know on, about Mom, right? They know. It's, uh, it's called Moguls of Media. It's our, uh, it's our podcast network that we have spearheaded. We, uh, the, the newest addition to the Mom family is a podcast called Sloppy, Sloppy Seconds. Sloppy Seconds. We, we hope you're listening, and you can check in with Meatball and Big Dipper, and they'll answer your email advice questions. Ooh, Plus, and they have a special guest, bitch. It's mm-hmm. Latrice Royale this yes. Friday from, she's, she does that uh, podcast, The Chop. Yes, perhaps with, you've heard of her. With uh, All-star multiple uh-huh. seasons mm-hmm. she uh yeah. she, she hosts a chop with uh uh lanilla and uh she, she uh, <laughs> matrice will be on sloppy seconds this week you can go listen to it and that comes out uh this friday and on the chop yes. itself 
uh, Matrice and Lanilla are joined by <laughs> special guest Willem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To discuss She's a pod girl, we're a chain. I got pod coming out my ass. Um, the Miss Moose Jaw pageant for Drag Race Canada. There was a pageant. It was wonderful. I got mm-hmm. the inside scoop from uh, Jimbo the Clown. Uh, oh wow! We've, we've been DMing. He's amazing. Um, so well, subscribe I to just, yes. Go ahead. I, I'm just telling everyone to subscribe to all of our shows because we need new wigs. And I just want to point true. out. If you're just listening to the chop on the Race Chaser channel, make sure you actually subscribe on the Chop channel because we're gonna stop putting it out on our RSS feed. Yeah, so make sure you go on over and subscribe to Sloppy Seconds and the Chop um, uh, uh, because you want to keep up with them and uh, all the amazing things going on over there. But before we sign off, Willem, I just have to say your wig line looks like barf uh it's uneven there's flyaways you look like a you look like an old woman dumped her head in a toilet well you're gonna get the chop because that's what she did to that wig she assaulted that wig she it looks like she did it with either nail clippers and a hacksaw but nothing in between Oh, come on. Uh, I, that, listen, I'm going to bat for Rita Baga in this moment. I know Jimbo was upset. I know this is not a podcast about Canada's Drag Race, but this was one of the most iconic. This was like the Aja Valentina moment of Canada. I liked Rita. I hate short, slicked hair, but I liked how Rita Baga or a chips looked on the <laughs> runway in her gown and her short silver hair. I liked it. I'll defend it. Well, you're allowed to. You wear literal trash. So, <laughs> this I don't is think... garbage, Robin. This no one's garbage. taking fashion advice from you either, darling dear. <laughs> you you wear pla- that... pan leather in the summer. Shit. Yes, I will. That uh, that being said, I also think uh Jimbo looked fantastic and I think that they were really really unreasonably harsh in their critiques of her. Well, so. maybe you can tune into the chop and see what we have to say about it because I was invited to talk about it this week, not you. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just trying I, to get the. <laughs> I will be tuning in, girl. I love the job. I love. Yeah, it. and those girls give it too. They don't give a fuck. They're like, we don't know any of these girls. We don't give a fuck. We put, yeah. we put, we put their messages in the general mailbox, so we don't even know if they That's complain. Tr- they will straight up be like, "You are, you are terrible and ugly." Uh, they still don't. On. They still uh, don't know how to say Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. The- <laughs> They they change it every episode. Um, we have a special thing coming up, which we'd love to share with you. It's Ooh, uh, yeah. it's a special fundraiser for For the Girls, which is uh, a scholarship type of grant thing that gives grants and monies to people that need it who are trans for like surgeries, day-to-day stuff, mm-hmm. uh, defenses, all kinds of things. And to do this, we're asking you to buy tickets to our show, which is a name that tune mm-hmm. type of trivia extravaganza mm-hmm. with uh, a, a musical inclination. And it is a live stream um, and it features many of your favorites and I'm in it too. Uh, Alaska's uh-huh. there, Bob, Peppermint, Bianca, and Sherry Vine. 
Yes. And some very, very, very special guest pop-ups, like Pop-Tarts. Yes. The last time we did an event like this, we raised a lot of money for a really great cause. So we are going to outdo ourselves this time. Mm-hmm. And you can be a part of it. You can watch us battle it out, naming that tune. Go to racechasertickets.com. You can get tickets and details. And this is happening Saturday, August 22nd at 6 p.m. California time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, I want a little practice round. Give me a tune and okay. let's see if I can name it. Because last okay. week, um, you failed. <clears throat> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Do it less pitchy. Hold on. <laughs> wait, to steal my joke, but go, go off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What, what was it? One more. <laughs> Oh, oh. What is it? Well, uh, to give you a hint, it has to do with the um, company that we are benefiting uh, for this uh, event. For the girls. Uh Um, Oh, girls just want to have fun. That's what it was. No, what was it? It's this one's for the girls. (laughs) Oh, this one's for the girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck! I knew it. That's a good one. I had to give you the country, but I was inspired by the name of the of the organization we're benefiting. I love that necklace you're wearing. That friend of the pod necklace. Oh yes. Speaking of being a chain, we chain, are chain, chain. We we just came out with an amazing line of um, delicate, dainty gold necklaces that say "Race Chaser" or "Friend of the friend pod." Of the pod. Or enemy, enemy of the, of the pod. pod. Uh, yeah. So we'll share uh, where you can get into those. They're really cute. And I, I literally haven't taken mine off. And it isn't turning my neck green. I'm doing like a test to see if it makes me break out or or turn green. But it hasn't yet. So. Gorgeous. I love it. Uh, that'll be on our Instagram if you want to check that out. And yeah. uh, tickets for uh, Name That Tune Thank are available you. at racechasertickets.com. It's That's this right. Saturday. Six o'clock California time, nine p.m. Other places on the East Coast, and um, we would like to implore you to wear a mask uh, and encourage everyone yes. you know to wear one as well. If you know someone's voting for Trump, ask them why they don't think you know some people shouldn't have more rights than others. Like, get down to the brass tacks. It's time mm-hmm. to change this country and make everything better. And wash your hands while you're doing it, and stay safe. Wear condoms. That's right. Uh, over your nose. We thank you for that, and uh, we <gasps> thank you so much for listening to Race Chaser this week. Classic. Doom, doom, doom. Uh, classic this is week. it? Is it classic? What is classic? This is so classic. Right oh, classic is when we do it yeah. when it's not in season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like pate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content every single week. And I am Willem. And I'm Alaska. And you can rate our podcast and tell us how good it is and subscribe to it make, to make sure you know when all of the new mom shows come out because this mom is pushing out the babies. 
That's right. You can follow the Dwalls at Willem at the Only Alaska 5000. And our Race Chaser podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. And you can use the hashtag Race Chaser whenever you post. And you can send us a DM or an email at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com with inquiries, questions, inquisitions. Yeah, things. of yeah. course. Um, plus, we have b- bonus video content available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can find videos by searching the hashtag racechaser on there and pay for the content you want a la carte. And we just put up a poolside episode of Hot Goss, Hot Goss. on Patreon right now. You can watch us talk side with Bianca Del Rio. Del Rio. We look gorgeous, and yeah. um, it was really fun to do. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoy it as much as we had make. Uh, yeah, those words. <laughs> we had That's a lot of fun right. making it, and we hope you enjoy it. That's right. We appreciate you listening so much, and um, have a great day and, and enjoy. Bye. <laughs> Updo. What if a dolphin weren't updo? Updo. It's really their only choice. I mean, it would be a mess if it if it wasn't. What if it did a uh, protective styling like braids? <laughs> that could work for all the swimming, you know. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.